0: Jeffrey Esri writes for Mile High Report. Uh, Jeffrey, good morning. How was the week?
1: It was great. Um, spent a little vacation time down at Disney World in
0: Orlando. So I apologize for being able to jump on and thanks for being flexible, but was down there riding some rides. Yeah, did you? It's, it's the place where dreams are made of, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I'm a big Star Wars fan, so it was, it was a lot of fun to go see all that stuff. So, what was your favorite ride this time around? um out of animal kingdom um from the the um
1: the avatar movie and the pandora world it was, oh. it was a long line
0: so if you go be be prepared to wait but it was it was well worth it one of the best things i've ever done in the park well, that's great uh, so he's fresh he's rejuvenated ready to talk a little bit of broncos and uh, how can you not start a broncos conversation without the resurgence of drew Locke, who uh, was able to lead the broncos to an upset win over the houston texans uh I, I, I was feeling a lot of Bronco fans are kind of like holding back their excitement because they don't want to dive too far in, but it's got to be hard with the way he's played here in the first couple of games.
1: Yeah, I mean, that game just went exactly how we all predicted it would, right? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, to see Drew Locke come out and do what he did against a team like the Houston Texans who had just gotten done you know, putting a pounding on the New England Patriots the week before. And, you know, and you could argue that the Texans maybe were looking past the Broncos a little bit, but my gosh, um, he looked pretty, pretty incredible. And I I agree with you. I think Denver's trying to temper it a little bit in terms of their expectations of, you know, Hey, this was, it's, it's only a second game. You know, we can't get too excited. We got excited about Trevor Simeon when he dropped four touchdowns against the Cincinnati Bengals back in, 2016 and we all you know how saw how that performed um but yeah i mean this type of excitement i don't think bronco country has felt since peyton manning was the quarterback and it's you know it's um something that we should embrace and and run with you know there hasn't been a lot of good and we've talked about it all year there hasn't been a lot of good things to talk about with the broncos so far over the last couple
0: years and so some good stuff is finally happening so it's um it's fun to enjoy it but at the same time, how much do you, as a guy who covers the team, sit back and say, I don't really want to dive too much in because we've seen Tim Tebow do this before. We've seen a couple other quarterbacks come in and, and show early on, but then as it went along, they kind of faded away.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You've got to temper it a little bit. And um, I've you know been saying all season that they're – you know, Locke was probably going to play for five games. We've talked about it kind of on this show as well of the, that the Chargers game was his kind of target return date from those that are, were the insiders that kind of knew the plan from um, Denver of him coming off of injury. And so, you know, best, you were going to get five games to see him this year. And so I'd always held that you're not going to get enough of a read on him out of five games to really know what you have out of him, you can get, you know, a bit of a picture. And, you know, I'll admit I'm gonna eat a little bit of crow on that. I didn't think we would see what we saw from him. And um, I still haven't moved a ton from that um, opinion. I think it, you know, five games is obviously just that. It's only five games. You still wanna see it go through a full off season and um, you know, really get a full season under his belt before you make a a final evaluation and see how he does against you know, all these good teams on the road this week will be a big test as well. Um, but I think I was wrong in that, you know, I think there, there are some things that you can pick up from him and to get off to as fast of a start as he did, I think does tell you some things. Obviously you've got to temper it with the fact that, you know, teams don't have a lot of tape on him. Um, and you look at some of the things he's doing in games, he hasn't paid a lot for some of his off-platform throws, Um, and you know he's still working his footwork's still a work in progress Um, and some of the decisions he's made obviously on some of the interceptions he's got to clean up but man there's a a lot more good than um, bad right now with Drew Locke and I think the goal right now over the next couple games is really just continue to build and see what he can do and continue to develop Um, you know obviously you're not going to um, crown him as the next Peyton Manning yet but it's interesting I think over the next couple games he has a chance to really solidify himself as the quarterback for next year and that's something that you know I wasn't saying a couple weeks before I was saying you know you're not going to you're not going to get enough of a read on lock in five games and we had this conversation as well Ross I remember of do you have um, do you go draft a quarterback with your high pick potentially or do you, um, you know, lock in on Locke, as it were, as the guy and surround him with talent um, and try to get him a left tackle, try to get him some you know, offensive line help or something else in the draft? And you know, I was of the opinion that you've got to take another quarterback if you don't know if Drew Locke is your guy. But I think over these you know, next couple games, he's got a chance to prove, based on the way he started, that he has a, he has a shot to be the guy next year and may make Denver skip on a quarterback in the draft and just you know pick somebody else to really surround him with talent, and that's a huge leap from at least where I was, and I think where a, a, a good chunk of Broncos country and maybe even the Broncos staff were um, as of a couple weeks ago.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I I couldn't agree more with that statement because, like you said, you put you put yourself in a spot where. Do you want to go get another quarterback because you have a high draft pick or do you want to see what you can do around him? That's that's a great great question going forward, I think. Because you really can't tell what a guy's going to do. I mean, you can like you said some things, but not through 5 games. So, uh, that's a, that's a tough tough spot for for Denver to be in. If you could one more question about Drew Lock. If you could just pick out one thing that you really like about him through these first couple of games, what is it?
1: I know a lot of folks talk about the arm strength and the athleticism, and obviously he's got all the physical tools, and that's what people, you know, were banking on when he was coming out of the draft of that if you could just make him grow into his physical tools, he could be a really good quarterback. But I've been really impressed with the -the off-the-field intangible stuff, you know, and that's the stuff about, you know, like, you know, all football players potentially gets overlooked, um, especially as guys are coming out of the draft because, you know, we as fans or... Um, Even writers and stuff, we can't see all of those things, all the things that are going on in the meeting room behind the scenes or the player interviews and that kind of stuff. It's a lot easier to look at the X's and O's or the, um, you know, the combine numbers and things like that. But um, I think a quarterback more than anything has to bring that intangible kind of it factor to the table. You know, some people call it swagger, whatever it is. Um, But I think Drew Locke has shown that. He's shown humility. He's shown the ability to, command a press conference, command the respect of his teammates in just two games. Um, you listen to the way some of those veterans like Vaughn Miller talk about him in the locker room, um, and just the way he carries himself on the team, I think. You know, he recognizes that he's a rookie, that he has a lot to learn, and he's putting his nose into the playbook at every opportunity. Um, Dalton Reisner had a uh, – the, the rookie guard who came in at the same time as Locke had a um, – They were actually two picks – um, apart from each other or one pick apart from each other. Um, he had a story about Locke in, in training camp when they were rooming together. Uh, Locke would stay up late at night reciting the playbook and reciting the plays into the mirror so he could practice, you know, hearing, like he's hearing the play call and reciting it back and learning the playbook. You know, and, and those kind of stories, especially after the way the last couple quarterbacks have gone for Denver, um, And the way they've, you know, the draft picks haven't panned out to hear about a guy who is just all in putting the work in. He's a likable guy. And I think he's got all the intangibles and leadership qualities that you would want as a guy to lead your team. And to me, that's just as important, if not more, than the footwork and the arm strength and all the other things. Um, So if he can continue to develop those, um, I think he's got the right head on his shoulders to be the guy for this franchise.
0: All right, before we let you go, let's talk a little bit about this game here this weekend. Uh, it'll certainly be a great test for Drew Locke, and if, I guess if he could pass that, would certainly help in the confidence of, of the people around him and people who watch him If that he may be the guy of the future because they go to Arrowhead, a very loud and hard place to play against a Chiefs team that is rolling right now. Um, what are your thoughts on this game going on Sunday?
1: Yeah, like you said, it's a huge opportunity for Locke. And, you know, he obviously played in Missouri. Um, all of his family is from around that area. So it'll be kind of a bit of a homecoming-ish game for him. Um, and Denver, you know, has had a shoddy track record against the Chiefs over the last eight games um, and haven't won in Arrowhead since, um, I believe, since the Thursday night comeback that Peyton Manning engineered in their Super Bowl year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and so, you know, he has a chance to kind of make history a little bit, make recent history. Um, if he goes in there and and plays well and and tries to knock off the chiefs, but you know, more than that, it's just, it's a good opportunity to go into a hostile environment. And Vic Fangio has talked about this. This is something he's going to have to do. If he's going to be the guy, he's going to have to go into Arrowhead each year and, um, play well. And so, um, I think it's the next step in kind of his seasoning, um and his opportunity to prove that he can be the guy and just for this Denver team um you know they've all along said this year that they feel like they're a better team than their record well the way you prove that is you go in on the road against a divisional opponent one who's you know riding as high as the Chiefs are and you play well because last time when the Chiefs came to Denver um the Broncos really laid an egg and you know didn't didn't play up to the competition at all and so you know, I'd, I still don't know if Denver's able to knock off the Chiefs, but even if you come in and you give them a, give them a game and you, um, you make it, you know, a really close one or um, something that is totally different than the last game they played against the Chiefs, I think is positive, a positive step in the right direction.